morning. This is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale at the International Christian Fellowship online and on campus in Rome. Hallelujah. This is September 2021, and I want to say I am so thankful for all of your prayers, for your words of encouragement, for the flowers that you sent at the homegoing, the heavenly homegoing of Pastor Rick, my beloved husband of 43 years. We're back in ministry in Rome. And I am so thankful. I am surrounded by servants who are serving the Lord, you know, ministers of the Lord, servants of the Lord. I'm a servant of the Lord. And I'm excited about the future. But I want you to know that I have been so touched by your love for Pastor Rick and your expressions of his ministry. And um, we are walking in a new and fresh anointing as I want you to walk in a new and fresh way with the Lord. So during this month, we are preparing to have a service honoring Pastor Rick on October 2nd on campus, and we will also live stream it. And so as you're here in Rome, I want you to come and see me. As you're online, you can send me messages. But I just wanted to give a personal greeting to our online campus to say thank you. It's not easy. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Um, but we're still here, so we're not done. And God says, I have a plan for the future, to give you hope and a future, not to harm you, but to prosper you. That's true for me as a wife. That's true for me as a mother and a Gigi. It's true for you that God has plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. And he wants you to be used by God. So I just wanted you to hear from me this month. I love you. If you've been on vacation and you're just joining back in, God is faithful. And I am here, ready to do the work of the Lord in Rome and to continue on the legacy and the, and the vision that God has for the International Christian Fellowship of Rome. I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate your giving. Your faithful giving online has been amazing. And so I pray that the Lord would bless you in abundance. And as you bless the ministries of ICF Rome, we are literally touching one, touching Italy, and reaching nations with the good news of Jesus Christ. So thank you, and God bless you, and we will gather together to celebrate Pastor Rick on October 2nd as well, and we will carry on the faith for Jesus Christ. Okay, so online campus, we welcome you. Can we clap really loud? I want the online family to know we're glad you're here. We are so glad you're here. And if you're online and you have experienced a loss or a sorrow, I also want you to know today that the Holy Spirit is with you. I know some of my friends are watching now and you have experienced that, but the Holy Spirit comforts us when we least expect it and when we most need it. And so they are a part of our family online. Many of them have sent notes to me and messages. And so we're a big family. Some are here, but some are literally around the world. So Erica, will you come? I asked Erica if she would come and give a greeting to you this morning. Each of my daughters, Jacqueline is my oldest, and she um, was with me at the general council where I was um, greeting many, 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 many ministers that have supported our work here in Rome and churches. My youngest, my middle daughter, Jessica, from California, stayed with me for a week. My children have been with me at all the transition moments this summer. So Erica came to spend my first week here, and she is uh, Erica, but she's also full of joy and her father's daughter for sure. So. <laughs> Good morning, ICF. 
You are all so beautiful, right? <laughs> I, uh, I'm so honored to be here. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus, and specifically on behalf of my sisters, Jacqueline and Jessica, our amazing husbands and our children. We're so thankful to be here with all of you. It's an honor. It is an honor. We want to thank you for your love and your support and your acceptance of my parents over the past seven years, their ministry. We all feel so a part of what God has done at ICF Rome over all of the years and our many opportunities to connect with their dear friends. Recently, as you know, we've lost our pillar of our family. We have felt your love, your support, your care, your concern, and we want to say thank you. We were not alone in that. Rick Pasquale was adamant about a few things, and if you knew my dad, you know that this will be true, that as long as he had breath in his lungs, he was on an assignment. And each one of you sitting in this room is living proof that he successfully completed that assignment. And now we must all continue on as he taught us because there's still empty chairs in this room. There's still people who need to know the love of Jesus. My dad was a giant in the Christian faith, and he loved to worship Jesus. And he would proclaim with all authority today that no matter what you're going through, no matter what circumstance you're facing, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> and we are only going to get through this life with Jesus. That's it. That's the only way. Psalm 3050 says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I have a blessed assurance that my dad is in heaven with his Savior, and he is so proud to have completed his assignment. Or I'm sure as my dad heard, well done, good and faithful servant. And as he went to be with Jesus, he was very clear to my mother that she has to continue on this journey. And as I'm here to celebrate his life, I'm also here to honor my mom. She has a life here in Rome, and she has a job here to do. And I'm honored that you let me make this journey with you. <laughs> um, I want to stand alongside of her. My whole family is standing with her as she transitions this next chapter. They wrote a beautiful and incredible life story together, but my mom's story is not over. We are turning the page on her next chapter, and I believe every single one of you play an integral role in what that story holds for her. I am blessed to be here with all of you today, and I will continue to pray that the best days of ICF Rome are ahead of you, and that God will show his favor on each of your families and each of your lives, each of your businesses, and that this church will experience an outpouring of Jesus yes. that it has never yes. seen before. Yes. And as you invite the people to sit in this chair and to watch online and to join you in your journey, that your faith would be strengthened, that no matter what you're going through, that God will be there for you. God bless you. Amen. Well, you see, I have strong people in my family, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful. Um, did you take my hanky? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta have my hanky. Ah, <laughs> uh, God is good. Amen. This morning, I just uh, I have felt the Lord and the Holy Spirit so much. I have my notes here. I'm going to talk to you about being ready to surrender, but we're also going to take a time at the end of this service before we close to worship. 
We've, we have a song ready that we're going to sing, right? Is that the one? Yes. <laughs> and I want us to be able to say, if we're truly ready to surrender, that's our theme for this month, then we will remember that earth is the mission and heaven is the prize. I want you to say it with me. Earth is the mission and heaven is the prize. Why is this so important? Because if I know that heaven is the prize, then everything I do on this earth will be guided by my desire to live for Jesus. The Bible is very clear that those who quit on God, those who walk away from God, those who don't walk in that upright way, not perfect, but seeking the Lord's way through his word, that you can't go to heaven. The Bible even says if we're lukewarm, meaning you're not hot, you're not cold, says I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be lukewarm. So what does it mean to be hot for Jesus? What does it mean to have my, my life on fire for God? Does it mean that I'm just so full of faith and everything is perfect? No. It means that when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That his peace that passes understanding will be with me. Even when I'm bound by chains of doubt or fear or insecurity or unknown. Because earth is my mission. And heaven is my prize. This morning I just have a few things to share with you. Because I want you to have a moment. You know we're bound by a one hour service. Here with our COVID rules. And then we have a second service. Uh, and we are going to facilitate that even through our special service for Pastor Rick on October 2nd. But I also want you to know that the men are going to have a men's retreat next weekend. Everybody say, next weekend. Next weekend. And next Sunday, church starts at 5 p.m. Look at somebody and say, 5 p.m. Okay, so you've heard it from me. You've heard it from video. You've seen it online. It's going to be on the front door. If you come next week at 10 o'clock, the doors will be locked. <laughs> Don't be worried. You just forgot what time it is because of the Rome Marathon, okay? And we will have registration also um, at, 10, at 5 and 6.30, okay? So it's very important that you remember church is not next Sunday morning. I want to make sure you know that. What does surrender mean? Surrender means loving God. Loving God. It's easy to say I love God when he meets all my needs. When I pray and I get the answer that I was expecting. But loving God means I know that he's more powerful than me. He's sovereign over every aspect of our lives. Loving God when his ways are different than we hoped for. This is the greatest test one of the greatest tests, I would say, that I have ever walked through in my life up to this moment in time. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying, if it was true when your mom was killed in a car accident, and if it was true when another daughter was taken and hurt, and if it was true even when Pastor Rick had a tumor and that was miraculously healed over a period of time, not suddenly, then it's also true now. It's also true now, loving God, even when his ways are different. I encourage you, I implore you to love God. Love him no matter what. What does that mean? You know, I can imagine our children, uh, I just 
I wish you could have known Erica at two because now she has a two-year-old who's testing her just like she tested me at two. But that strong child became a strong woman because we continued to love God. And that strong titan is going to be a strong man because we are teaching him to love God. The next thing I want you to do is be fully immersed in his plan. Fully immersed in his plan. What does that mean? It means like, not like I do these things with the world and with all my worldly ways on Monday and Thursday and then on Sunday and Wednesday I do God's ways. It means I'm fully immersed so that every time you make a decision, what you're going to drink, what you're going to eat, who you're going to go hang out with, what you're going to do after midnight, that the Holy Spirit is there speaking to you quickening you saying are you fully immersed in who I am and we have an opportunity to choose God does not make us choose he says choose you today who you will serve you can't serve God and man and so I want you I want to be fully immersed in God's plan and I will tell you that I stand before you wanting to be here Knowing that this is my home, knowing that this is my calling, knowing that we are the sheep of his pasture, and yet also humbly, and I don't even know how to express it to you, but to say that now that the weight of some of those things that were, Pastor Rick and I shared responsibilities, and now some of those are things that the Lord is entrusting me with, and yet I don't do it alone. I won't do it alone. I'm a people person. So if you have skills and talents, you need to let me know. If there's something else you can do, you want to do, now is the time. But God even brought Pastor Wayne and Julie here for such a time as this. I'm so proud of you, Solomon, because I know you've been on the keys a lot. <laughs> and, and you've led us into worship so amazingly. It's taken a great commitment. A deeper commitment, a stronger commitment than ever before. And the worship team as well. But you'll see we have different singers. We have different people in the worship. But sometimes instruments, we don't have as many. So if you play the piano, then you need to let us know that too, okay? <laughs> Just because we, but Solomon, it's so critical to initiate the atmosphere with the Lord. And I thank you. I thank you for that. The next thing we have to do is embrace his plans. Embrace God's plans. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how we pray. God, help me open this door. Show me where I'm supposed to go. And then he says, okay, I'm going to close this door, and I'm going to close this door, but I'm going to leave this door wide open. And then we say, but God, help me to know your will. Direct my footsteps. And he said, I did. I closed that door. I closed that door. You're right where I want you to be. Amen? So there are seasons of our life where, yes, we're praying, God, what will you have us do five years from now? What will you have me do two years from now? But the Lord is saying right now in this season, if you're here in Rome and you're not just coming through for a day, which that's wonderful too, but for this season, for this time period in your life, accept it. Embrace his plans. You knock and he says no, and you knock, and he says no. If you're watching and you knock and God says no, then right where you are, God is saying, I want to use you. I want to use you. Trust him with everything and be willing to yield as he guides your pain. 
Trust him with everything and be willing. That's what surrender means. I yield it to you. It's not like a white flag, you know, like I'm on the losing team and therefore I surrender. It's a yielding to the plan of the cross. It's a, and this is when we come to sing at the, in just a couple moments as the worship team prepares. I want you to think about something that if we could, we, we'd love to gather up here at the altar. And we can't because of social distancing. But in a moment, I'm going to ask you to stand. But if you want to kneel, if you want to bow over as a symbol of kneeling, because it's hard to kneel, I want you to say, God, I yield to your plans. You know, many of you are on different continents from your families. So am I. And we would like to be on the same continent and have our church. Like Pastor Rick would say often, if I could just get all my family over here or get all of you over there, it'd just be like perfect. And yet God is saying, but wait, I want to expand my influence. I want to reach more people than you could do in one location. And we're reaching it through online media. And we have seen just some of the amazing partners that are partnering with us in ministry. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you practice for a minute. Will you just lift your hands up? This is what surrender is. It's an act. It's, this is why when we pray in the Spirit, we use our language because God wants to hear us. You can't know I love you if I don't tell you. God wants to hear you, and he wants you to yield to that. So I want you to say, Lord, I trust you with everything. I trust you with everything. I yield to your ways and your will and your timing and the details I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can put your hands down if you want to. I've just got a couple more things I want to say as the singers are coming and getting ready to sing. The last one is to accept his timing. Accept God's timing. It's a part of the rest of what I've said, but I want you to accept his timing. Don't rush God. Don't rush him. When you're in the waiting period, when you're in the, okay, Lord, I'm accepting it, but I don't really, I don't like it. It's not so enjoyable in this moment. What do we do when we yield to the Lord? We run back to him. We run back to him. I, I don't know what this will translate on camera, but I want you to imagine if, if Jesus had been on this cross, and then we know he, not if, when he was on a cross, but not this one, okay? And we know that he came down off that cross and he was put in a tomb and then he was resurrected. Can you imagine what would you do if you ran up to that, that cross or you saw him and he said, I'm resurrected, I'm new life, I'm redeeming your dreams, I'm redeeming your days, I'm going to multiply your influence. What would you do to yield to Jesus? I know what I would do. I would wrap my arms around him and I would hold him so tightly and I would say, oh Jesus, you're the savior of my, of my heart. You're the savior of my destiny. I want to give everything to you, Lord. I want to give everything to you, Lord. So this morning, I'm going to give you two words that the Lord impressed on my heart. And if these words speak to you, it's not, not just two words, but you can tell me later. And I know it will be on camera, so it will also be recorded. But this is the word of the Lord for my church. This is what the Lord impressed on me. Be in the world and light it up. Do not mix with the world's fear and criticism of my people, my children of every tribe and color. 
when you criticize my humans, this is the Lord speaking, you criticize me. I see the injustice, says the Lord. I see the complexities of chaos and turmoil, and I have already gone ahead and made a plan for peace. But how would you know great peace if you had not known great turmoil? You've had pain, but I have purpose for your earthly struggle. Remember this, the earth is my footstool, says the Lord, and heaven is my throne. Ask yourself, where do you choose to dwell? At the footstool or at the throne? I choose to dwell at the throne of God because earth is our mission and heaven is our prize. I want you to stand with me all over this house and we're going to go to, we're going to um, sing in just a moment and the live stream will finish in just a moment, not yet. But I've got one more thing I believe the Lord is speaking to those of us who may be in this place on campus or in the service online. And this is the word of the Lord for that. In this service, even online, those that are seeking answers that never seem to come. God says, I am the author and the finisher of your faith. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no pause in your life that is greater than my purpose in your footsteps. No pause in your life greater than his purpose. Trust me, says the Lord. Don't lean on what you can try to understand. The mysteries of heaven are beyond comprehension, but the power of the cross is available for immediate access. You have immediate access through the name of Jesus, through the Son. You have immediate access to victory through your faith in Christ. You have immediate access to supernatural understanding through my word. Hallelujah. His word will guide and direct and light our ways in the darkest hours. Don't fear, says the Lord. Do not fear, says the Lord. Do not hold on to the shame of inadequacy or failures. So many of us look back and say, I failed God. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. You know what you're doing? You're criticizing the human that God made. He's saying to you, you're my child. I love you and I have purpose and a plan for your life. I have given you a new name, a new heart, and a new creation, says the Lord. Will you lift your hands all over this place? Father, we know that earth is our mission. It's just your footstool. And heaven is our prize. And we long to dwell at the throne room. And so, Lord, I pray for every person online that they would know that you are with them, that if they have been afraid or inadequate, that they would feel the Lord saying, you're my child, I have great plans for you. And as we close that service online, I'll be praying with you. Praise the Lord. We're so thankful for the word of God that changes our life. And so if you have decided today that you want to follow Jesus 100%, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to say, dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my heart, renew my life, my heart, my mind. I invite you, Jesus, to be the Lord of my life. From this day forward, I'm going to live for you with the help of Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, and with the message of the Word of God in my life daily. 
And I thank you for it, Jesus. You tell him, thank you, Jesus, for saving my heart, saving my life. In Jesus' name we pray together. Amen. I also want you to know that if you need a miracle today, if you have something that is pressing on your heart and your mind, I'm praying for you. And so as we close this service, there will be some other announcements that you'll see at the end. But I want to say to you today, the prayer of the righteous are very effective. And so we are agreeing with you in prayer today for your miracle, for your intervention, for your job, for your family. So Lord, right now, I thank you for our church family. I thank you for the ones who are right now saying, Lord, I need a new revelation of who you are in my life. I need a new example of you hearing my prayers and walking with me in this journey. And so Lord, whatever your child right now is experiencing, I pray that you would remove all fear and anxiety. I pray that you would replace it with the peace that passes understanding. I pray that you would bless them in their comings and their goings, and that you would lift their heart as they lift their head up to you. And they say, Lord, I'm all yours. I surrender to you, Lord God, and I know that you are with me in the midst of my journey this week. So, Lord, I pray that you would bless your people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God bless you. And if you pray with us, please send us an email. Let us know what's going on in your life because we are praying together and we have experienced God doing some amazing things. And he's not finished yet, so we keep on pressing on forward in Jesus' name. God bless you and have a wonderful week.